Hey guys, before we jump into the pod, I just want to say that the monologue that I get into talking about the Rockets and Russ and Harden was before Shams dropped the big bomb that Russ wants a trade. Now, I do get that notification in the middle of the podcast, which we will talk about what is going on, but I just thought I should clarify before we hop into the official podcast, before the intro and everything that I spoke before the Russ news. But shout out to James Harden for always being loyal. Let's get to the pod. What's good? Welcome everybody to the sixth episode of the Casual Fan Podcast, where every day we grow. And today was supposed to be a happy episode. Today was supposed to be an episode full of laughter, full of joy, full of me hanging out with one of my best friends, Ryan Gill. Uh, say hi, Ryan. What's uh, up? Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be fun because we—it's still going to be fun. But I need to get some depressing stuff out of the way. Uh, yeah, because today we were going to talk about. The NBA, where we're going to do an irresponsibly early ranking of what we think the West is going to look like next year. We're going to rate our playoff teams one through eight, uh, what we think the playoff teams will be one through eight. And yes, we know that there is still moves to be made. Yes, we know that there's the trade trades haven't happened and trades are going to pop off really soon. And yes, we know the draft hasn't happened, but we just want to have fun and rank the West and what we think the West is going to look like. But before we get to the fun stuff, I do need to talk about some very sad things. Oh, before I forget, yes, I'm your host, Wilfredo Venegas. <laughs> my mind is discombobulated right now because Rockets Twitter is on fire. So earlier today, uh, Kendrick Perkins, which I don't know how reliable that source is, but Kendrick Perkins uh, said that Harden and Russ are not happy with the Rockets organization to the point where they said that there is uncertainty of the future of the Rockets and there might be some trade demands later on. Now, this happens every year. This happens every year. Every year we hear some rumblings of the Houston Rockets and this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And normally we freak out for no reason. And this year I feel like it's kind of overblown, but I do have to say this. Harden is not young anymore. Harden isn't a baby anymore. Harden is 30 plus. And... Obviously, for him, legacy matters. He needs a ring. And although I don't think that the Kendrick Perkins uh, report is extremely accurate, I do have to f- take some cert- some truth in that as well. Because, listen, Harden has been through a, a, a horrible offseason. He lost his general manager, <laughs> the general manager who believed in him, who made him a star, Daryl Morey. He, he had such an amazing working relationship with Daryl Morey. And he lost the coach who put the ball in his hands. So obviously this year, the Rockets have taken blows. So yes, Harden is feeling uncertain. Yes, Russ is feeling uncertain. Do I think it's overblown? Yes. Tim Tim McMahon and a whole bunch of other reporters have said that Silas have have spoken to Russ and Harden this week in the the last few days. So I I don't believe what Kendrick Perkins is saying at all. But there is rumblings. And like what people people like saying, where there's smoke, there is fire. But I will say this, and this is going to hurt me to say. And Ryan, uh, I'm glad you're here to to watch me, uh, hear me say this because, um, to all my Rocket fans, we have been through a lot. And I know we love James Harden, and it's been nine years since he's entered our life, and we've cheered him on from ev- for everything. And we thought that he'd always be a Rocket. We thought that we would see him retire 
in Rockets red. I do think that this year we are going to keep James Harden. I do think that this year we're going to run it back with the squad that we had last year and that we might add a few few role players to run it back. But unless we win a championship, I do think that this is the last year we will see Harden in a Rockets uniform. That being said, even if this is the last year we see James Harden in a Rockets uniform, I think that we shouldn't be angry at him. I think that we shouldn't be upset at him. I feel like he's given us everything. And he deserves to get a ring, whether it's with the Rockets or whether it's with some other organization. So if I'm being on, if I'm being honest with you, there's so much rumbling going on right now, and there's no way to tell what's true and what's not. I do think that Rockets are going to run it back this year, but I also do think, unless we win a championship, this is the last season with James Harden in a Rockets uniform, and it hurts to say. But I really do hope he gets he gets the championship. I hope he gets it with us. But if he has to go somewhere else for his legacy, for his all-time standing, James Harden, the best scorer of all time, deserves a ring. Any any comments on that, Ryan? Sorry, I, I really had to get that little monologue out the way because uh, it hurt. It hurt me. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to to unpack there. Um, you know that I'm on your side in that statement of uh, James Harden being the greatest scorer of all time, but that might be a a hot take in itself. It's no, it's not. It's, um, it's, it's world, world recognized. <laughs> uh, would you, uh, would you like to see him get a ring with another team? Would that not hurt? Like what if he left the Rockets, went to the Sixers and the very next year, him and Daryl Morey get a ring. Well, th- th- this is one thing I, I forgot to say in a little monologue is that I feel like Harden is also seeing what Rocket fans have been seeing for a little bit now is that, our championship window seems to be closing and especially with ownership that uh, pinches uh, pinches dimes and pennies. So um, if it's not what the Rockets, I do want him to like, like I said, Harden has never gave up on the Rockets. We have never had a scare like this because Harden has always told Harden has always extended before his contract was actually always up. So, so we've never had this issue. He always wouldn't be that drama. Yeah. He's always, he's always been like, don't even worry about it. Boom. He's always called Houston um, home. So I, I I wouldn't be mad at him. I would be excited for him. And I would be excited for Duramori. I, I love Duramori. So, yeah. So I think uh, it's, it's a similar situation to um, back, uh, back when, you know, there was the questions about Dirk's age, if he was going to get a ring or if he'd end up on uh, the SHIT list of players that were like really good, but just couldn't, couldn't. If you don't know what that reference is, that's what Charles Barkley calls a list that he's on. Yeah. Because like he was, he was super good, but you know, couldn't get that ring. I was to the point when for a while I was like, dude, you just need to leave. Just leave, get your money, get a ring. And like as much as it would suck to not see the Mavs get that ring, I really wanted him to to leave and go elsewhere and get a ring. So yeah, it, it goes it goes beyond at like once you see a player for 10 plus years, it goes beyond like uh you wanting just the best for your team. You also want the best for him, even if it's not in your organization but especially especially if you feel like your organization has done wrong that's like where i'm at right now with uh the dallas cowboys i feel like you know dak has proven that he is the guy for the team and i've said this <laughs> I, i've said this if this ryan was ryan Tony ryan R- ryan don't you dare mention the dallas cowboys in my morning okay this is this, this is no, 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 no. I'm okay. sad, I'm yeah, sad yeah. right now i'm sad it's right ex- now it's, it's the exact same if this was if this was uh if this was like Tony Romo doing 
What? What? Why are we talking about the Cowboys? Stop it. Because I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. to I'm sad here. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm sad too. I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been sad my entire life. But I'm saying is that the ownership for the Rockets, I think, has done has done James Harden dirty. I mean, they've they just haven't done enough to get him help, which sounds crazy since he has another MVP on his team. I I feel like recently that hasn't been, has, that has been the case, but I feel like Maury, yeah, yeah, Maury has really put great pieces around him. And it's just a shame that he, we couldn't get it done the year that we could have got it done. Obviously the Chris Paul hamstring, uh, that's always going to be one of the biggest what ifs, because I truly think that that would have been the year the Rockets would have won that championship. But that being said, Ryan, th- these are just rumblings. These are just rumors. Like there's, these are kind of sourceless rumors at this point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I, I do think that I do think we're going to run it back this year and don't get me wrong. I do think we're, if we get it together, we're still contenders. Uh, but it's just looking like a long shot. It's looking like if we don't win a championship this year, Harden is going to be at least open to exploring other teams. Uh, and I hope, that like you experienced a happy ending with your favorite player of all time uh, with Dirk. I hope we get something similar with James Harden. And honestly, I don't know how you feel about it, but it would be cool to see Russ and Harden win together. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Russ. Um, that'll, that'll come up in my hot take later, oh, Lord. Uh, but <laughs> no, um, I would like to see James Harden win a ring too. You know, that I used to be a huge hater of his mainly because of our friendship, but I would like to see nice. him win, but not with the Rockets. I would like to see you happy, but not very happy, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, it, that's that's basketball. But I, what I do know is this. I know if there is any move between the Rockets and James Harden, I know that because of the mutual respect between two, the two parties, that we're, there's going to be something to benefit both sides. I know Rockets would never send Harden to um, – a sub 500 team or a, or a non-contender team. And I know Harden would never let the Rockets just get robbed either, you know? So, so I do think there's going to be a mutual uh, what's up. You look like my, my thing. My thing is that, you know, I understand James Harden's discontent, you know, uh, at least like over the past couple of years, but my guy Russ just got there. You've played not even a full season. I need you to pump the brakes on this. Like no, and, to get out kind of thing. No, and, and I get it. And, and listen, all of Houston, Houston Rocket fans know that the Russ move wasn't a Daryl Morey move. That was a James Harden move. Uh, Daryl Morey actually really wanted Chris Paul, and we brought Russell because Harden really wanted to play with him. And, yes, it's only been a year. Uh, so, yeah, not even a year. And, yes, Russ was hurt uh, during the playoffs. But, I mean, it's still – it still sucks. And I, and I understand his frustration because like I said before, this has been a horrible offseason for him. We changed ownerships and all of a sudden he loses his GM, like I said, that made him a star and he loses yeah. his coach that put the ball in his hand. So, uh, and, and they didn't hire the coach he actually wanted, but. Uh, but you guys got a great coach. man. We did. We did, we did. We did. And no, and, and like I said, that's why I don't know what, what stock to put in the, in the rumors because Silas said he spoke. He Silas said he spoke to Harden and Russ, and that they signed off on him, and and that they're communicating. So I don't know where Perk is getting all this information from, and maybe Perk is just over exaggerating. You know, it, it's that time of the year, especially with it's crazy, right? Because we hear about this as soon as the the, the NBA decides to start December twenty second, and and it's just yeah. like it's just it's it's part of the off season rumor mill that we have. You know, you have to it's, have something going. Well, I mean, but isn't it kind of concerning for you and Rockets Twitter that this is something that was also talked about by Woj and Tim? When did Woj talk about it? Well, I, I saw that Tim, uh, how do you say his name? Tim, Tim McMahon? Yeah, Tim, yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, he tweeted it out saying James Harden and Russell Westbrook have expressed concerns about uncertainty. Yes, the Rockets' at, immediate and, future, and it says sources told Woj and me. Yes, we we so. yeah we knew that Rocket fans knew that. What we didn't know is what Perk said, and is that that mm. that Harden is ghosting basically the ownership. And what McMahon said earlier is that Harden has been still constantly talking and discussing moves and discussing players to bring and whatnot. So, so that, that's where the conflict comes in. And, but you know, it's just, that's, that's the game of social media and that's the game of the NBA offseason. When there's a little bit of little rumor, it becomes a huge thing, but hopefully Especially something like this. Yeah. And like I said, I fully expect Harden and Russ to be on the Rockets. I would be absolutely shocked. I would be flabbergasted if anything happened, but anyways, Ryan, I am done being sad. Uh, I went through the emergency report section of our podcast. Uh, so now we can go on to the fun stuff. As many of you guys know that the NBA is officially going to start December 22nd. I'm excited. I don't know. Are you excited about it, Ryan? I'm, I'm, I'm ready for some uh, basketball. I'm, I'm excited because if it starts 22nd, that means we're going to get Christmas games and there ain't no way there's not going to be a Dallas Christmas jersey this year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Mavs would be an amazing team to watch on Christmas, especially if it's a Texas rivalry, you know, Harden versus Luka. But you don't yes. know. You don't know if Harden's going to be there, though. So <laughs> yeah, all right. I said the sex, the sad segment's over. So we're going to. So we're starting December 22nd. And Ryan and I wanted to give our early predictions and extremely this. Is, these are irresponsibly early predictions of the West because we do not know the, the different trades that are going to happen and, and the different movements going to happen. But we're going to we're going to do it just for fun. We're going to do it w- what we think. And then Tuesday, I'm bringing another friend of mine to discuss the East. Uh, shout out to Amari Rubio. Hopefully he does it. Yeah, because I feel like Amari knows about the East a lot, you know. Uh, so we want to talk about the West and what we think one through eight is going to look like. Uh, and after this, we're going to do rate my take. And uh, again, I don't know if I introduced you, but hey, this is my friend, Ryan Gill. <laughs> uh, so let me, before we go to what we think, uh, I have my one through eight and Ryan has his one through eight. But before we go to that, Ryan, let me read to you. And I'm sure you know this, but let me read to you last year's one through eight. The Lakers, number one. Clippers, number two. Nuggets, number three. Fourth, uh, three, third seed, seed, sorry. Rockets, fourth seed. Thunder, fifth seed, Jazz, sixth seed, Mavs, seventh seed, and Blazers, eighth seed. All right. So that was our top eight last year Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Thunder, Jazz, Mavericks, Blazers. And then in order, if you guys want to know nine through 15, which I don't know why you would, but it's Grizzlies, Suns, Spurs, Kings, Pelicans, T Wolves, and the Warriors, which I'm sure the Warriors aren't going to be on 15 on your list or on my list, but even though we're just doing one through eight. So that was last year. That was last year. Um, Last season, sorry, we're still the same year. That was last season. Um, obviously, my list for early predictions is looking completely different than that. How about yours, Ryan? Without going, are we gonna? We're going to, are we gonna? Are we gonna break it down like you give one, I give yes, one? Yes, exactly. You, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, is your list looking completely different than that? Because mine is oh, completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine okay, is completely different. So, I say we start with the top seeds first because I feel like the five through eight is where you and I are going to disagree a lot. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so if for my next year, for my next season's uh, number one seed, I have the Lakers finishing with the number one record. How about you? I have the Clippers. Oh, okay. You know what? I actually thought that our first three would be the same. No. Why, why do Wrong. you have? Why do you have the Clippers? Because I I feel like I feel like this year, especially I feel like Paul George just absolutely sucked it up in 
the bubble. I feel like he might be one of those players, as dumb as it sounds, that will thrive off of a crowd. Same thing with players like Pat Bev, like the high energy players would need that too. I just think that top to bottom, the roster is better than the Lakers. My argument to that, Ryan, is we've seen Paul George in the crowd. <laughs> we've seen him with, with the Thunder. It, this is true. We've seen him but, shoot two of 13. I'm ta- we're talking about record-wise, though. That's he, true. He has, That's true. You're he has absolutely the struggles right. in the playoffs. We're not you're talking right. who's the power ranking. We're, we're listing one through eight. Yeah, you're right. I Yeah, I snack corrected. You're right. We're only listing. Okay, so I can see it. My only thing is that if you think the Clippers load managed last year, this year there's good with I'm pretty sure the NBA is not going to crack down on load managing. So I'm, I'm sh- or you think they, lo- they they learned their lesson? I think I think Ty Lue and I've heard a lot of uh, of the big media people talking about this, saying that he is going to try to cut that out because he's he's not afraid of Kawhi Leonard. I mean, if, if you've coached LeBron James, who's Kawhi Leonard to LeBron James as far as you know, like status there? He's going to tell him like, hey, you're playing because that definitely bit them in the butt. If you're a new squad. And you, they're they're pretty much they're like hired mercenaries is the is the uh, the trope I heard a lot with them. They're just talented players thrown together, and they were hoping it would work. And when it didn't, this next year they have to play more games together so they can get those those chemistry issues ironed out. Because imagine a Clippers team with chemistry. No, yeah. Um, my my only thing, my only thing, and again, this is why I say it's irres- irresponsibly early. What we're doing is because what I would argue is um, they need a playmaker, which they might make moves to get a playmaker. You know, so if they get a playmaker, I I definitely see them get fighting for the first seed. I think it's going to be the Lakers just because uh, you have obviously what we still consider the best player on, in the world. And you have Anthony Davis. This is his second year. They're coming off a championship. They're coming off momentum. Um, I, I and I really see Braun like hungry for that fifth trophy. What's up, Ryan? Okay. Let me, let me rebut that with the fact that they're coming off of the championship. When was the championship game? The last game. Uh, so yeah. Uh, by the time the season starts, it's gonna be like six weeks. <laughs> yeah. LeBron at 35, right. Is having a six week turnaround to start the regular season again. If you don't think he's going to have load management after playing as much as he did last year, then that's, he is, but I mean, the thing is, LeBron. LeBron, even, LeBron off the team, they're they're gonna lose. If you were to load manage Kawhi, they're still PG. We already saw what Anthony Davis was by himself without somebody else. And this is the scary thing about Bron. And again, this is what makes Bron the best player in the world. Is that when LeBron coasts, you still have a superstar on your team. Yeah, his his coasting is still a superstar level. So I think Anthony Davis without the pressure of needing to win a championship or or not having playoff success i feel like he's also going to be a different playoff animal so hey at least we have la teams as number one what's your number two ryan is it lakers okay yeah this i changed it because it used to be rockets but i had to change it in light of what's going on uh, yeah yeah no that and that affected my list as well so you have the lakers uh why do you have them number two um LeBron, I mean, plain and simple. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I mean, good argument because a- Anthony Davis <laughs> isn't going to miss a lot of games. Um, and LeBron, I mean, he's LeBron. If he he can pull together a team, uh, was it 07 where he went to the finals against the Spurs? If yeah. He can pull that team to the finals. I mean, he can pull Anthony Davis, I guess, to the finals. Which, by the way, my stance on LeBron getting carried has also changed in uh, 
in the past couple of weeks. I've, I, I, I'm very glad. I, I, I hope, I wish, I wish we had that conversation on the podcast because Ryan had this ridiculous notion that LeBron got carried in the playoffs. And, but yeah, anyway, he's, he's definitely had a lot more help than most stars have had. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, I, I have the Warriors number two, and that may seem a little high. Why? The, the reason I have the Warriors number two is one, because this is the same core that won 73 and nine. And yes, they haven't played basketball together like in over a year. But is it the same core? Iguodala's gone. Stop it. it yes, I- Iggy was amazing, but you have but he he was huge in that. Yes, yes, Barnes. Yes, yes, Barnes yeah. wasn't yes, Barnes yes. on that team. No, was was he on that team? Barnes was, but Barnes wasn't the seventy three nine team. Yeah, but but anyways, you have Curry, you have Clay, and you have Draymond. You can piece the rest. You have even if you have Wiggins as a freaking fifth option, that's still amazing. But they have something really sexy in NBA terms. Yeah, the number two pick of the draft. True. You can, they draft Wiseman. They have a unpolished center that could be a superstar. If you trade that pick, you can get a already all-star. So I I think that the Warriors are going to tear up the league next year, bro. Question, is this number two before, uh, like assuming that they don't do anything massive with their pick, is that you assuming that they're going to be number two? Yes, because even if they just draft someone in the number two slot, I think I that I, I, I they don't because imagine you're a rookie, you're a, a lottery rookie without needing to put a team on your back. You know, you just got to plug in. And I feel like I feel like the Warriors, even if they don't trade something like it's going to be a beneficial piece to them. I do think they're going to trade it, but that's even worse for the league if they get another player. The Warriors are just the example of the rich get richer. I know they had who, they, who would they trade it to, though? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked up. Look. Looked into that. I know the Drew Holiday was uh, was floated around, but I, I actually read. I, I actually read today that that the Pelicans ha- haven't really found any traction with any team. So maybe. So that that probably won't happen. But but yeah, the, Drew Holiday's getting old, so that's probably. Why. I mean, I mean, he's thirty. But the thing is, they still have that number two chip, and I feel yeah. like that's an amazing chip to something that's already good. So I don't care what it is. I think that that is uh, number two is way too high. I don't even. Okay. I no. I, I, and again, it it might be too high, but I just yeah. It maybe because as a Rockets fan, I'm traumatized, you know. And I and oh, I, res- I understand. And, yeah, you have PTSD. And I respect I, I respect the Warriors in that core. The re- I hate the them. Reason I think I it's them. the reason I think it's so crazy though is because you haven't Clay came off a horrible injury. Like, he did terrible. Yeah. Granted, he's not doing much running and stuff around. Um, like he's not he's not having to be Steph Curry out there. But when he's their best defender, um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that that injury is going to impact him a lot over the course of the next season. Also, you have Steph Curry coming off of an injury. Okay, Ryan, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. I just got something on Twitter. Shams tweeted. Oh, my gosh, I just saw it. Rockets, Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. Bro, that makes – no, you just got there. They just gave up – how many first picks did you guys give up? uh four i think four this guy is a bum a bum i can't wait for my take later i cannot wait for that for the take on him rockets russell westbrook wants out of houston so is this is this uh is this sad time now again (sighs) we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep (laughs) going okay but that but that i'm mad i leave i'm mad i'm kind of mad i looked at my phone but i'm glad because at least we're gonna touch on it right now yeah so this is gonna affect my standings (laughs) It's going to affect mine, too. This is going to affect my standings. Wow. Did not expect that. Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. I yes. don't know if it's professional to, to report breaking news on a recording podcast, but 
that's crazy. My Twitter is going insane right now. Um, wow. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what were we talking we were, about? Uh, we were we were on the. I was saying that I don't believe that the Warriors are going to be number two coming because all the injuries and also Draymond is getting progressively worse with age. Um, I don't think he's yeah. he's the he's the same that he was on that seventy three and nine win team. I also don't think they have enough depth to to be that good for the entire season. By the way, remember that, mon- that remember that monologue I said that Russell and Harden will stay this season. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I'm I think I'm backtracking. I think I'm going to backtrack out of that. Okay. Uh, I don't I, I I see no way of us trading Russ and and, and Harden still wanting to stay. Um, but anyways, oh no, I don't think you guys will blow up. I, you'll definitely keep Harden for at least a year. Um, uh, anyway, jinxing you. What's so? So I'm gonna change my list on the fly, right? So before this breaking news, I had the Clippers. Ooh. Before this breaking news, I had this Clippers at three. Anyway, so my number three is the Clippers. All right, my number three is the Nuggets. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the Nuggets get slept on every year. And it's always, oh, they're not going to do it, do it again next year. And then they do. So, yeah, I got the Nuggets there. I'm not a huge believer in Jamal Murray. I, people say he's a superstar. I don't really consider him superstar. I think he he's streaky for sure. But I think it's really – it lives and dies with the Jokic. But I'm excited for um, Porter Jr. for his, uh, this next year. I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, um, I actually have the Nuggets a lot lower. So wow. this is actually, yeah. So the I dis- have the disrespect. The reason I have the Clippers, obviously, because the reasons you stated, even if they do load manage or even if there are some chemistry issues, you still have two of the best wings in the NBA. You have a top five player in Kawhi. Uh, you just have amazing role players all around. So I do think it was a solid center. Zubox is pretty solid. Yeah. And then you have Montrez, which is offense galore. You have Lou Will. Um, again, we don't know if those players are going to be moved, but if that core stays the same, I do think the Clippers will be number three. Now, th- th- this is where things get interesting, Ryan, because I had the Rockets at four. I had the Rockets at four as well. Now I'm going to change it. Same. I'm going to put the Mavericks at four. Same. I was going to flip. Them. Okay. Oh, I we had, got we have one. I right? had the Mavs at I had the Mavs at six actually. You had the Mavs at six. Yeah, I had the Mavs at six. Okay, so so now my list is looking Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, Maps. What is your what is your list? Mine is Clip, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets. Uh, oh wait, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets. Who 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 did I say it for? I had the Rockets. Yeah. Um, I have the Warriors at four now. Okay, so instead of the Maps, it's the Warriors. You told me the Maps before. Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, Warriors at four. We're on the fourth one, right? Yeah. Everybody just got moved up a spot. Okay, so now you have the Warriors, and obviously we got moved because now our future seems uncertain. And now, yeah, so I have the Mavs at four just because Luca is another year older, another year with KP. KP is was coming off a a horrible injury. I know he's still going through procedures, but I feel like just that 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 dynamic duo is just so potent. And and the more Luca learns and adapts, the more dangerous the more danger this league is in. So. Yeah, uh, I have the Warriors at uh, at four. I have them at four just because I feel like it's a safe spot to put them in. Because because uh, yeah, because I don't know what Clay's going to be coming back as. I don't know what Steph's going to be coming back as. 
Because even at the beginning of the year when he was playing, he was not the stuff that we know. He was having some pretty bad shooting. Um, so I just think it's a safe spot. Like out of respect to from their past, that's why I'm putting them at four. Okay. But who do you I, have? Who do you have at five? I had the Mavs, but obviously they moved up. <laughs> now I have the Nuggets at number five. What about that's you? Not, that's not. That's not too bad. Um, I have the the Mavs at five. That's where I have them. Okay. Um, that's pretty low for what I thought you were where you would have them up because no, if you no, did no. If, because if you didn't move the Rockets up. I mean, down, you would have the Mavs at six. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason being is because KP just had surgery on his meniscus. Okay. So we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Do I have confidence that Luka can haul the Mavs to, to wins? Absolutely. We saw him do it in the playoffs. Um, games they should, they had no business winning. This man said, get on my back, I'm a carrier. Um, I also think he's going to have another jump, which is crazy to think that he's going to have another jump from year two to year three. But it's just the uncertainty of knowing when we're going to get KP back and what KP is going to be coming back. But I have a lot of I have a lot of faith that Rick um, Rick will get that worked out because we're also getting Brunson back, which I know you're high on Brunson. I'm on him, trade him. Um, Dwight Powell is also coming back. Luca's go-to guy for the pick and roll, which was statistically the best in the league before he got injured. So there's there's a lot to be hopeful for uh, as a Maps fan. But there's a lot of uncertainty. I know a lot of Mavs Twitter is clamoring to trade KP now because of the injury, but he's just a player that we've never seen before. We don't know how what seven seven uh, a seven foot player looks like in that body. Yeah, you know, like, like doing what he does. That's why he is the unicorn. Yeah, and and I had the Nuggets uh, fifth just because of obviously what you said about them earlier. Uh, if Jamal plays like he did in the playoffs, they, throw this list away. <laughs> They're going to be a lot higher. Um, but I think, I think five before, like now with the fall of the Rockets, which hurts my heart to say, I feel like that's a very healthy spot for them personally. Jokic is a phenomenal player. Um, and I just, I, I like Malone. I know a lot of people are, aren't sold on him, but I feel like he's that classic, uh, raw, oh, raw coach. Yeah. I, I, like I, I, I like Malone. So now my number six would be the jazz. What's your number six? Uh, the Rockets. The Rockets are my number six. And the reason being is, you know, to hell with Russ. What's a, uh, to Russ. Harden can still I – could, I could still see him even getting the fifth, the fifth seed. I mean, he, he is that potent offensively. You're going to see him dwindle in the playoffs because my man's going to burn it all out during the regular season. But I could definitely see him leading them to, to a higher seed. Yeah, uh, Harden is a walking 50, 50 win season. Uh, it's a shortened season, so who knows uh, how many will win this year. But so you have him at six, you said? Six. Houston okay. six. I, I mean, I, look at the look at his 30, was it 31 games or 30 points? Yeah. It was it th- uh, yeah. Like, just look at that. Like, he has the ability to just carry a team offensively. Yeah, I see. And that. I don't think, I don't think the Rockets are, are going to be just garbage you know next year i mean even look at um oklahoma city they had a, uh, like a 12 percent chance to make the playoffs this last year then they 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 were fifth seed is that what you said i don't remember the a yes thunder, thunder, yeah, thunder thunder were fifth seed so I, I think if you have chris paul doing that i'm pretty sure uh james harden can do the same if not better oh no and we've seen harden carry but i'm gonna have the nuggets 
the Jazz at six, sorry, just because of Donovan Mitchell. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Rudy, but I just, I just feel like the Jazz are always a solid team, uh, always a contender to make the playoffs. Um, yes, I guess we could put Portland there, but I do think no, that that I, I actually don't even have Portland on my list. But let, let me just go, let, me, on my list let me just do this right. So I have a Jazz at six, and I have the Rockets at seven now, just because I'm going. Harden's going to play a little harder, and that's even if we keep Harden at this point. Now, I'm discombobulated. I don't know what's going to happen because Russ you're was going, here. You're going through worst case scenario right now. Yeah, and you know what? You know what's hilarious is that this is happening live on a pod. Like I'm having a mental breakdown live on the pod. So it's uh, no, you're you're not even listening to my responses. You're just on your yeah, phone. I'm on my phone looking at Twitter, reeling, bro. You're reeling right now, bro. I am going through it. I'm going through, and it's crazy because one of the rate my takes is the Rockets will not blow the core up this year. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a one. Okay, yeah. So yeah, one. so I have the the Rockets at seven. So who do you have at seven? I have the Jazz. Okay. I've never, I've honestly never been a big believer in the Jazz. I think Donovan Mitchell is just a high volume shooter. I don't think he's, I don't think he'll he could ever be the best player on a championship team. Um, and yeah, we're on uncertainty with Rudy as well. Uh, I just don't think that. Uh, I think the best thing that the Jazz have going for them is their coach. Yeah, for all, sure. In all honesty. Yeah, Quinn is but great. Yeah, they're, they're, at my, they're at my number seven. Okay, so my seven's Rockets. Your seven is um, Rockets, yes. now with this Russell Westbrook news, uh, is is my seventh, and you have the Jazz at seven. Which, by the way, if I didn't move down the Rockets, my Jazz would have been at seven as well. Uh, the Jazz would have been at seven as well. Now, I'm interested about your eighth, because I I don't know if I went out, out on a limb, but I, I do think this is a different pick. Who, who did you have for number eight? Can I guess yours? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you said New Orleans. No, I did not. Oh, okay, mine are the T Wolves. Or not T Wolves. Uh, the uh, oh, I can't think of um, Suns. Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Mine are the Suns. Mine You're out of your mind. Suns. The bubble. You have you have prisoner of the moment. Right yes, now, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not even going to deny it. They played amazing basketball. Uh, Devin Booker has proven that he can put his team on his back. I know, albeit eight games. Yes, I know, but I do think that. With his experience, with them potentially bringing Chris Paul, I do see them making the playoffs, and I do have him as my number eight seed. No, I got, I got the, I got the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have an amazing were, court. Yeah, they have an amazing young court. Yeah, they would have made the playoffs had uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. not gotten injured, and they they have they have an amazing uh, young core there with uh, Jaw as well. Um, I think that and Brandon Clark, let's not forget him. Yeah, Brandon Clark. Actually, shout out to you because you told me in fantasy to pick up Brandon Clark, and he was when yeah, he was when Brandon, he wasn't hurt, Brandon he was hurt. Yeah, so I'm saying like they they had injuries, and I still, you know, I I think the playing thing was dumb. Portland should have playoffs. It was an eyesore to watch. Um, not I'm not huge on Portland. I'm not huge on Portland either. Granted, yeah, they didn't make my list either. I thought. I thought you were going to have them at eight, to be honest. I thought you were going to do a bit safer of a pick, but then you went the opposite direction. I was. Which I pick- could see the sun if they get someone. I don't think as constructed as they are now, I don't think they're better. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was going to pick Portland, but I just I couldn't get past the Suns getting up a veteran. If they if the Suns get a veteran point guard, I feel like the like they're going to make such a big leap. And and that eight seed that I saw, I mean the, the bubble games that I saw, the eight games, the eight and zero. Oh, I feel like that's nothing to look over and i feel like it's just these yeah. these kids these kids have confidence now so i truly see them making a push for number eight so let me just read you my one through eight and then you read me your one through eight and then you guys through twitter can tell us 
what you think. I have the Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, and Suns. So I have the Lakers one, Warriors two, Clippers three, Mavericks four, uh, Nuggets six. No, Nuggets five, uh, Jazz six, Rockets seven, and the Suns eight. Ryan Gill? I have Clippers one, Lakers two, Nuggets three, Warriors four, Mavericks five, Rockets six, Jazz seven, and uh, Grizzlies at eight. Okay, so our, the biggest difference we had is our eighth seed, right? That's the only team yeah. we deferred in. So I have the Suns and you have the Grizzlies. So I, I truly believe in the Suns, but I also I love the Grizzlies. And if Ja makes it, I would also be happy. I feel like early playoff experience will be a good thing for him. Yeah, I mean – yeah, no, I, I, I could see, I could definitely see the Suns. Like, that's not, that's not a terrible take. And you he- heard it here first. DeAndre Ayton is going to have a monster year next year. I'm not sold on Absolutely. him. I'm, I'm not sold on him. But uh, bigs, bigs always take longer to develop. Always. Or they there just never, few, or, or they just never do. Or they just never do. But he, his footwork is Hakeem esque. Baby. Okay. Hakeem. Okay. I need to stop has, you there. I need to stop you he, there. He has. That's a baby, small. He has <laughs> like you have to literally watch his games. I watch his games in college and at the NBA. He has amazing footwork. He needs to realize though that he is that he is tall. He needs to realize that because he plays he plays a little too small sometimes. He'll he'll uh, settle for a little turnaround jumper and a little fadeaways. But he he will have a monster year next year. You heard well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. The Suns definitely look interesting. And as we told you guys, this is an early prediction. And things can change like right now, like in the middle of our podcast, I received breaking news that would rattle me that Russell Westbrook does not want to be part of the Houston Rockets anymore after one season. Um, so that sucks. That sucks. So any move can can really make or break team. So now the Rockets will be extremely interesting. So that's our our West predictions. Um, and now, Ryan, I want to go to the segment that you're going to be a part of forever. <laughs> Rate my take. I'm mad um, that you tweeted in the middle of the pod. I did tweet in the middle of the pod, bro. This is breaking news in the middle of the podcast, and I'm posting That's this. I, I'm posting this as is. I don't care. I make it. I, I want people to get my live reaction of me. Like I don't know if you noticed the shift in my mood, right? Like I was like, I was literally on my phone checking Twitter while you're giving explanations. But it hurts. It hurts. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun podcast. This is a fun episode. Episode six, a fun episode. Uh, by the way, three weeks into the podcast, so shout out to to. I, and I would like to work. point out to our to our listeners that are on right now that are listening to this um, after it's been recorded. He is crying. Um, there are tears <laughs> down down coming down his face. I'm I'm a little I'm a little flabbergasted, a little flabbergasted. Yeah, especially with my phone going wild. So now we're going to rate my take, where we say hot takes to each other and we rate them one to five. One being, oh, you're stupid. Five being, I I agree with you. So one to five. I think Ryan, I want you to go first today. Man, so this take can can you could sub in because I really wanted to say the first person, but in in lieu of the or in, in light of the um, breaking news that we just had, I'll switch it. I was gonna say Lillard is overrated, but um, now I'm gonna change that. We'll save that one. Okay, that because that's hot. I mean, it's hot, but my man hasn't done anything in the time that he's been in the league. That's so, hot. But okay, give me give me your take. Go okay. ahead. The take is Russell Westbrook is the guard version of Carmelo Anthony. Five, five, five. Right now, I'm sorry. The fact, and maybe I'm emotional. Maybe I'll regret posting this. No. But but listen, 
the fact that you want out after one year, after one season, like, come on, guy. Like, like come on. You might on. as well like, just what? go play for New York right now. Like, go get your triple-double and be happy, just putting up monster numbers and never win a ring because you're and, not going to. And, and this is the thing, Ryan. This is what makes me mad is that I've developed a love for Russ. And, and it's, it's like, I respect Russ now, but, but you can't run it back one more year with your boy. Like yeah. I, I really, I, I really don't understand. And like, that's disrespectful to your organization. The amount that they get, they gave up because that's what they believed he was worth to be like, I'm done. I know I, I was injured, didn't play most of the year, but yeah, I want out. Like, let me, okay. I know I'm speaking. Crazy up. To me. I don't rate that take a five because I don't agree. I'll give it, I'll give it a, since I'm, I'm since I'm salty right now, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a 3.5. A give it a three. 3. Yes. Right. Bro, because, because he's mellow, mellow, mellow. And who was it? Chauncey Billups did that one segment where he said that Melo would be upset if they won and he had bad numbers, but he would be happy high-fiving hoorah if he dropped 30, even if they lost. That is how I see what Russell Westbrook. I see him, if he has good numbers, it's, oh, welcome to the Russell Westbrook show. But if he's shying away and his team is winning, I don't think he cares as much. Listen, if, he Russell, cared about, if he cared about winning, then he would not be jumping ship the first time things get hard. Hold on. Ryan, give me, give me two minutes. Russell Westbrook. In case you're hearing this podcast, which I'm pretty sure you are, because this is the number one podcast in the world. The reason we got destroyed by the Lakers is because you were hurt. The reason we almost lost to the Thunder, the reason we went to game seven with the Thunder is because you had a costly turnover. If you are so afraid of seeing the playoffs pass the first round, then by all means, go somewhere else. I know we by my salty rocket fans is telling me that you're just used to getting eliminated in the first and you missed it in the first round and you missed it. So Russ, I love you, man. But this, that's sad that you don't even want to run it back one more year. I'm sorry. I think that's sad. And I do think you're an all time great. I do think what you, what you do is, is something that almost no one can do. I know Ryan shaking his head right now, but I, I truly respect not your skills. All-time, not an all time. Great. He's an all time. Great. But come on, Russ, like, Come on. Anyways, so I'll give you my 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 take. The Nets will be an absolute disaster. Rate my take. I'll say I'll say three. And and uh, and the reason I say three, um, I guess I can do my Damian Lillard take now. Can I do break, I, my can take? I, was can I, can I do breaking news real quick? Yeah, breaking news. Go ahead. Shams. You haven't been listening to me at all anyway. So Shams. Guys, I'm going to title this podcast where we get interrupted by breaking news. Uh, Shams says, Houston's James Harden remains committed to the Rockets and is locked in That's for the season. That's my boy. I love you, Mama Harden. ain't raised no. Stop it. We don't cuss on this pod. <laughs> we don't we cuss, don't on, cuss this on this pod. Okay, sorry, Ryan. I had to say that because after my Russ rant, I had to say that I'm really glad that, that Harden is staying on the ship at least for one more year. Oh, breaking news. Right, stop kidding. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the I guess I can do my Damian Lillard take then because if you're if you're saying that my one of my takes that I thought was a scorcher was that the Nets won't make the finals. So no, I, I think that take that's a five. Yeah, that's a five. To I, me. Don't know I, agree. If, I, I don't know if I can say as 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 much as you're saying that they're going to be a disaster. Like on a scale of one to the Kobe Bryant or some piece um, Dwight Howard Steve Nash team, what kind of a dumpster fire are we looking at? Of the Nets? Yeah. That's what I just asked you, though. No, I'm saying how bad do you think they're going to be? Are I think you, like I, that I, bad? I think they might. Okay. 
I think that there's just going to be a lot of turmoil during the season, a lot of finger pointing, and I think okay. they'll probably get eliminated second round. Okay. So, I mean, disaster for the expectations, sure. Um, oh, it's yeah, all based off expectations, right? It's Tyre. all based off expectations. Yeah. Kyrie Irving is and, and disaster are synonymous with each other. I <laughs> um, I, I know that your guests next week will disagree and say that Kyrie is a leader, but no. That's right. I do have Amari next week. Yeah. Remember we had that argument about um, if who was a better leader, Kyrie or Jimmy Butler, and he was on the, the Kyrie bandwagon. But, what's your what's your uh, second no, take? I, I, what's your second take, Ryan? Second take. Now now I'm changing it because the you get another one of five. Damian Lillard is, is overrated. I feel like Damian Lillard. Is, this is interesting because I don't need a political answer. I need I need no. A, I need I'm not a, I'm I'm not going to give you a political answer because last year I got tired of people comparing him to Steph Curry. Take it as someone who has been a victim of Steph Curry for the past five years. There's only <laughs> it's just true, bro. It's true. There's only one Steph Curry. Damian Lillard Lillard is the second best point guard in the league, but he's no Steph Curry. Second best point guard in the league. Yeah, name four games better than him. Okay, well, I'm not Steph Curry. Ste- Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. No, no. Who who who's number two? Go. Yeah, no, because because you're you'll just disagree with me on it. No, but go ahead. Go point guard. Ryan is a point guard. Ryan, shut up. Because I I could say Harden. I could say LeBron. Stop it. No, yeah, I I consider I consider them point guard. They they play the point guard position. They have the ball in their hands the majority of the time. They are the playmakers of the team. Damian Lillard is barely a point guard. Okay. He so, is not a play he is not a playmaker. He is not a good passer. He's a, he is average at best when it comes to passing. So so let, let's do this, Ryan. Let's do this because now you're you're bringing in a lot of different layers to the question. So let's talk about let's pretend for a second that basketball isn't positionless, positionless, okay? It pretty much is. After Curry, who is the best traditional point guard? Not traditional, but as like the you know the the one we think of when we think point guards. It's when Dame. We think point guards. Chris, yeah, it's Dame. It's Dame. Okay. No, I, I, you, no, saying, no, no. Listen, listen. I won't fight you. Like I, I, I that's one I won't fight you. I, I, people, to, to will, me, people will probably think you're stupid, but I, I, I for one, I, I think Chris Paul is amazing. He's amazing, but I still I would have Dame over him. I would have Dame over him. No, I would have Kyrie. Dame, Dame no. Lillard is. Damian Lillard is not is not a point guard. No. So so you're, let me rate let me rate that wrong. take let me rate that take then. Um, well, wait, let me let me finish though. Okay. To me, ahead. a point guard, you know, it's not just about because all all Damian Lillard is good at is putting the ball in the hole. That's hey, it. Basketball will always be about buckets. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's about getting buckets. Whatever. He can get a bucket. He is a defensive liability. Defensive liability, and he is not a good passer. He is not a good playmaker. He is not a good point guard. He is a scoring guard. I'm going to try to find a Blazers beat writer and to just <laughs> go off on you. Oh, but go ahead. Okay, so I'm go gonna write that take. So your question was: Is Damian is if is Damian Lillard overrated? I'm no, I didn't say to, is he. I said he is. Okay, I'm gonna go with three. I'm gonna go politically correct because I don't think I think he's appropriately rated. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> fine. I, I just think that at, how long has he been in the league? Seven years? Eight now, I think. Eight, eight yeah. years. And what does he have to show for it? What does Harden have to show for not, it? 
I mean, he has a few scoring titles at least, yeah. and a and an MVP. I mean, just to name. name All right, right. Stuff. The, my second take is going to be dope. Because uh, <laughs> Damian Lillard, he has five All Star appearances and a Rookie of the Year. I forgot. Round of applause. Year. Yeah, round of applause there. My my second take is going to be amazing. <laughs> the okay, Rockets will not blow up their core this year. <laughs> oh, you can't change it on the fly. Come on. Um, that's a that's a, a scorching one. Okay, okay, let me say. The Rockets will get Paul George by trading Russell Westbrook. Rate my take. The, Cl- the Clippers I mean, do need a playmaker. They do. I don't know if they want that kind of a dumpster fire, though. <laughs> hey, he's still on my team, bro. Don't be talking about him like that. Okay, my bad. I mean, do you do you want Paul George, though, is the question. I just feel like, he, Hart, I just feel like he's kinda, perfect. I feel like he's perfect for Harden, though. They both – you'd have two players that kind of shy away in the playoffs then. Okay, so let me let me let me okay, ouch. Let me let me rephrase my take. A James Harden Paul George combination is a championship team. Rate my take. Maybe pre pre injury. Maybe maybe Paul George when he battled LeBron in the East. Rate my take. Is it stupid or is it kind of agree? What what do you do? One point five. Wow. Because maybe he'll be able to pull off some some magic, but uh I, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody tweeted out saying um it was a meme of Kawhi Leonard saying, wow, where was that game winner that you hit? Uh, it was a Gatorade commercial. Where's the game winner that you hit in that, in that commercial? Oh, yeah, you're right. The so. thing, he goes, game time. Where's that? He hit the side of the backboard in the biggest game of, of the year for them. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a winning duo if you have two players that can't turn it on um, in the playoffs. No well, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like Harden has started to turn it on. Um, but I just, I just think play, uh, Paul George is just the perfect player to pair with him. Uh, unselfish guy doesn't really want I mean, the ball. that would give you, that would give you a good defender and yeah, he's not, he's not an alpha personality. Um, so they wouldn't butt heads, I guess. I think that'd be a terrible trade though for the, for the Clippers. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so 1.5. So that's, that's what you're going to take. That's actually wild. Um, what's your last take, Ryan? Mavs are one player or one Luka talent jump away from an NBA championship. Five. You are, I, and you're really, you're really high on Luka. I told Ryan, like, I, told, I, I, I understand that you're high, but like, I, I feel like, I feel like you would think they're farther than just no, one player. No, Ryan. I think there are, because Luka to me is already going to take another jump. I think that playoff experience, like to me, when I think of Luka, I just think of like, I think of him as a robot. Like someone who just adapts, adapts. Like okay, yeah. Like like after after his first season, he said, "Oh, what what surprised you so much about the NBA?" He said, "Oh, that it's so so much easier to score, you know." And then not only did he back it up, he scored he averaged eight more points next season. Then he he kind of like downloaded the playoffs in the middle of the playoffs. The first half he was absolute trash, and then he's just going just hoping on the Clippers, which are quote unquote the best defensive team in the league. I just feel like Luke is a monster, and he is a top he has the talent to be a top 10 player of all time. And yes, I might be a little higher on Luca than most people, but he's just phenomenal. He's amazing to watch. And if Luca, if, if you get one more all-star level player, or if you get another Luca jump, you will, I told you this, I told you this maybe two weeks ago. I said, starting this season, the Mavs are officially title contenders. I remember I called you to just to tell yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah. I, I uh, remember. So I'm, I'm high on him. I, I'm, I, maybe I'll go to a four because I'm not sure if Luca's going to take a jump. But if, like, for example, it's just hard to jump that much. 
Because he had an eight point jump and he had, I think, a two assist jump and a three rebound jump. Yeah, but I'm saying now a jump might, year uh, now a jump might not be numbers wise. Now it might be efficiency wise. Like it's just yeah, yeah. With, right, with, right. with these with these kind of players, you just never know. Like you just really never know. Um, so I'm really high on Luca, and I think the Mavs for the next ten years might walk away with a couple championships. If I'm being honest, I guess I guess the reason is it's refreshing to see someone that's not a Maverick fan say that kind of take because it should. If you Brian, were ever a part, everybody should feel that way. I mean, if you if, if you, you were if I I implore you to to go onto Mavs Twitter for a day or after a loss, it is the most. <laughs> bipolar that's every bro you, you should read my twitter dms right now bro it was like we we've been through hell today dog we've been we've been through it no I, and i understand that but there's like you know i see luca out there hooping then you see like a lackluster game from kp and you start you start to question like man was is he really worth uh 140 something million dollars that he's going to be getting and it, it's it's just we don't the uncertainty of kp is what keeps me so grounded because i told you that's true i thought the Mavs are going to be eighth seed but they started off pretty good last year, and then I was like, I'm just—I feel like they got lucky that game. I got—they got lucky. It wasn't until they hit around the the 30 win mark I was like, okay, maybe it's not luck. Maybe they are—they are better. But it, it's just that I think I have that hint of that little tinge of pe- pessimism when it comes to our squad. Um, and but listen, I do think, and listen, I'm not saying done in the playoffs, and I'm not and, saying and you guys are. Off-season. I'm not saying you guys are going to win a championship with a, with a, with one move. I'm saying if you guys do a good move or another Luka jump, I'm saying you're going to you're going to be competing with one for one. And I feel like that's not outrageous to say. Luka has proven that he is that man. He, he's I'm sorry, he's that man. And if anybody thinks otherwise, sorry, you're dumb. You're dumb. Luka is that guy. Oh, um, real quick, I wanted to jump back uh, on that Lillard take. Something I wanted to mention is that is he is not good enough to be the best player on a title team. Well, that's all for today's uh, rate by date. And I, no, and I don't think there's that. I don't think there's that many players in the NBA that you could say are a. This is your best player on a title team. I, I I I believe that that list is a very short list. I wouldn't think that's an outrageous statement, but again, that's like, just like hey, like a quick list, quick list. LeBron, KD, KD, and we don't even know about KD. I'm talking about. With no with no other superstar, because because KD was nothing until he went to the Warriors. As far as because he had Russ, he had Russ with him. He always had a lot of a lot of good players. I mean, yeah, sure, the best player, but I don't think he's he's. I don't think he was the best player on on the Warriors team. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I mean, KD is also like a once in a lifetime. Type. I would put him on that list. Okay. I would put him on that list. You would it's have, a very short list. Yeah, it's LeBron. The, the list I would, I would give you right now is three players you can say for certain. Steph LeBron, Curry. LeBron. LeBron Le, oh, four players. LeBron, KD, Steph, and Kawhi. Yeah. Because Kawhi's done it. Kawhi's done it. So you, I, 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 believe, thought, I believe my boy Luca will be there someday. But I'm saying I, that, I that list that. is very short. That's why I, I say when I say that he's not, he's not the best player in a championship level team. I the same thing could be said for Jimmy Butler. He was the best player on a team that went to the championship, but he you're not going to win a championship if he is your best player. Yeah, that's not that's not that outrageous. That's not outrageous. But let me let me tell you this. Let me let, end the podcast. No, I, I have one more take. The Casual right. Fan Podcast will be the number one sports pod in the world. One through five. Five. Hey, Scorching let's go. Five. All right, guys. So that was the episode, episode six of the Casual Fan Podcast, and I do apologize because. We were all over the place today. Well, sorry, not we. 
I was all over the place today. Uh, I did not expect to receive this breaking news of, of Russell Westbrook wanting out of Houston. Um, I am sad about it. I am sad about it, but I'm also glad that Harden remains committed. And let's see, uh, it's an interesting time to be Raphael Stone right now. You just inherit the reins of the Rockets and now you, you are tasked with trading your second best player a once MVP let's see let's see you know what this is a good test for Raphael Stone I know the Rockets were feeling good about their new hires and promotions of Silas and and Stone now let's see what Stone can do with Russ um there's a lot of good pieces out there and let's see if we can at least get two solid players to to uh to fit with Harden because yes I know Russ's contract is horrible but at the same time he is an MVP caliber player let's hopefully we can trade Russ to the Mavs and get Luka with Harden uh, I'm just kidding by the way I'm just trying to get Ryan mad but he didn't even pay attention to me but anyways guys this has been the sixth episode of the casual fan podcast I want to thank Ryan again for joining me today I know this was this is just a fun episode uh just we just I just wanted to chop it up with a boy and talk about early predictions um and definitely this year is already starting to, to, to be interesting with this news. So guys, uh, if you guys want to hit me up, fi- find me at WE Venegas or at the casual fan po one uh, tweet me. If you guys have any ideas, if you guys have any arguments, cause I know a lot of hot takes have been said today. So, so let us know what you think. We love you guys. Remember this is the casual fan podcast where every day we grow be easy boys.